Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about feeling persecuted. So, so many things are going on in my life right now, and I thought that some of you might be able to relate You know, aside from everything that's happened to me this year that you guys have already heard about with my ex-husband passing away in February, my mom getting cancer, then on top of that, this weekend, my grandma's nursing home called and said, she, they called it on Thursday at two o'clock in the morning and said that she had fallen out of her wheelchair. And it's very suspicious because they said they had her sitting in front of the TV, and my grandma never gets out of her room. She doesn't like just sitting in front of the TV, but I think she had had a really severe UTI, and she's never been able to get rid of it. And anytime she gets a UTI, she starts talking out of her head, like saying that she wants to kill herself and just being violent. And if you know my grandma, this is not her at all. Like She's the sweetest person, prays every day, would never say things like that. So I think that that is what was going on and she was giving them problems. So they put her in a wheelchair in front of the TV and then left to go take care of other patients, I guess. And then she leaned forward and fell out of her chair. They had to take her to the hospital. They had to get an ambulance. So they called my mom and of course my mom's like in no shape to have to deal with this. So she was upset, but they said that she was okay, they did a scan of everything, everything looked fine, but that she had a UTI. So they started her on medicine for that. So then the next day, they call my mom and say, she's not eating and not drinking, and we may want to start thinking about hospice, which of course, we're all like, what? How did it go from she fell out of her chair to now she needs hospice? You know, we were all just taken aback. And my mom just, of course, had an emotional outbreak because she was just so upset. She's been the one who's been, as my grandma liked to call her, her right arm for so long. And then now they're calling her to tell her that she's maybe in the process of dying. And the nurse said, well, I don't know that she's in the process of it, but you have to make the decision whether you want to put her on hospice. So, of course, my mom was upset. And I was trying to encourage her not to get, you know, not to put the cart before the horse and don't get too upset before we know anything. But then later that evening, they called back and said, we really think that you guys need to get up here and, you know, we need to think about putting her on hospice. We're going to let you start coming in two at a time. And again, made it sound really badly, you know, like this is not a good thing. But then when we, they went up there, The nurse said, well, we just thought that maybe if she saw you guys that it would, you know, start, it would have an effect on her and she might start coming around and eating because she she had stopped eating and drinking. So my brother and my mom went up there and she wasn't really coherent, but they were getting her to drink things and I don't think she, I don't know if she really knew they were there or not. But the next day, my sister and I went up and it was like, a different person. We went in and we had to wake her up and she knew who we were and cried and said she loved us and was so happy to see us. 
And she told us she ate lunch. And then we went out and asked the nurse. And she said, oh, yeah, she ate a good lunch. So it was like she started coming around. And we still don't really know what's happening with the situation. But it kind of sounds like she's getting better and stronger. And so they're now not talking about hospice anymore. So we'll see where that goes. But my whole point of telling you this story is it's just felt like one thing after another has been happening to me. And you may have the same thing happening to you. I don't know. But I have just felt like it's one thing after another. So I joined, I have a a group that I belong to. We're all healers and we get together. I don't always get to go, but we get together on Mondays sometimes for a like healing group session. So we get there and we each get a turn and they spend four minutes doing healing work on each of us. And so it was my turn and they're like, what do you want to work on? And I was like, I don't even know where to start. So I start telling everything that's been happening. They're all like, oh my gosh, you know. So not only did they get insight when they were doing the healing work on me, but I got insight myself. What I heard while they were doing the work was that I heard that, you know, you're some of this is you are being tested to see if you're ready. Like, are you ready to go to the next level? Or are you going to constantly slip back into old patterns of behavior when tough things happen? And I felt like this has kind of been a test for me. I mean, I know I'm, I'm like, something is going on. There's just some reason that one thing after another keeps happening. And it has been a test for me to see Am I going to allow what's happening around me determine what happens within me? And am I going to trust and have faith that the universe always provides and everything always works out perfectly? Or am I going to allow fear to step in and take over? And when the ladies were done with their healing session, they pretty much said the same thing too, but they added to it. You know, they said, well, you've got all of these negative thinking, like it just floods you whenever something happens it's like you're you've got to be better about controlling your mind and I talk about this all the time to you guys but as you can see I am just like you it's a constant battle for me to stay positive and to not allow myself to go to that place of negative thinking because it's very hard to get out of it once you start going there so that was part of what they got too is you've got to mind your mind stop with all the negative thinking as soon as a thought comes in you have to say stop rewind delete and I'm not going down that path and immediately replace it with like seven positive thoughts or something because it takes a lot of positive to cancel out the negative and another thing that they said was that I have been sending so many prayers out to everyone else to you know, my grandma to my mom to my children who are off in college, they're like, you're kind of taking on the negative, like everything that you're worrying about, it's like you're taking that on in your prayers and it's coming back to you. And so you need to pray with grace and learn how to let go with grace. And that I thought was super interesting. And I thought, okay, well, this isn't happening to me alone for no reason like this is something that probably many of us do and many of us need to be reminded that when we send prayers out 
we need to send them out in grace, which means we pray for the person, but we don't have to take on the outcome. You know, we don't have to have that much stake in it that we worry ourselves to death or we try to control how it ends up playing out. And if you're a parent, this is especially difficult because when you pray for your children, you want to be able to have the outcome that you want, right? You want them to be successful. You want them to be happy. You want all of these things to happen. But instead of looking for a specific outcome, what you have to do is put your prayer out there with grace that, you know, allow my children to be protected and happy and to find their path and not control how that happens, when that happens, why that happens, but just letting it go. And same thing with when you're praying for healing for others, like allow the healing to come in in whatever way it's meant to happen. We can't make people take on the healing that we're sending out. They have free will and they either have the will to choose to accept it or not. And another thing is, you know, with my grandma, I just said, okay, I love her and I just want us to do whatever is best for her. So if it is her time and then we can just make her as comfortable as possible, then that's what we'll do. And everything that came through was like, she's going to be fine, you know, and then I got a text from my mom saying they're not going to let us come see her after tomorrow because she's getting better. So she is getting better, but we have a tendency to take on so much and we feel like we're being persecuted when really we're not. Oftentimes it's a test for us in are we going to allow things to bother us or are we going to show grace? Are we going to take on everything personally or can we pray for people and let it go? I remember whenever I used to pray for people I would get so involved in it like I would pray for someone's health and if they never recovered from their health problem I would feel so upset like why God like why did you do this like you didn't answer my prayer and you know the thing we have to understand is there are so many factors everyone has free will sometimes it's a part of our plan to you know leave this world earlier than what would seem normal to everyone else because we chose to go through this to learn and to grow. And it's hard for us, our human brains, to really wrap our heads around that. It's difficult for us to understand that we might have chosen a path that was difficult. I get this all the time when I talk to clients. They will say, well, why would I have chosen such a horrible path? It's so hard. And I always tell them, There are a lot of reasons, but you came here to learn and grow, and you're not going to learn and grow very quickly if your life is bliss all of the time. Part of the thing that makes us learn and grow is by having to go through the trials and the tribulations because, number one, we learn how strong we are, and we also learn how to not let it knock us off our foundation So if something bad happens, it doesn't mean that you have to react by screaming and getting upset and letting it cause you to have a bad day. And that's how I used to react to things. I would get very upset. And what I've found out in the past few months is 
there's still a little bit of that left in me and I have to I have to be patient with myself and understand that I'm being tested about whether or not I realize that no matter what happens, it's going to be okay. And that's a tough thing because there have been some major life-changing things happen, things that immediately made me want to gasp and say, how are we going to get through this? And yet we have and we are. And I know we're fully surrounded and protected. And that's the lesson is do you trust Do you trust that you're being taken care of? Or are you constantly going back to that place of fear? And really, the place of fear is, even though you might be saying out loud, I trust. When you go to a place of fear, it's telling the universe, I don't trust. Because if you truly, truly trust the universe, you know that there isn't anything to be afraid of. You know that you are going to be protected. You are going to be provided for. And it's when we allow ourselves to get out of that place of fear and that place of trusting in the universe and that the universe is always working behind the scenes on our behalf, when we get pushed out of that zone, that is when we start seeing all kinds of things happen to us. And the reason it is, is because it's like a process. What happens is, Something happens to you that kind of knocks you off your foundation and you start going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You start to get that panic and then the negative starts, the negative thoughts, they just start rolling in one after the other, one after the other. And it's like a whirlpool. It's hard to get around and stop and you can stop it. But the lesson is learning how to stop it faster before it picks up momentum because the problem is you started that negative thinking and you've got so much energy in that, it comes back to you. It's coming back to you. It's like you're attracting what you put out. And so even if you stop and say, okay, reverse it, never mind, never mind, you know, I'm thinking positive thoughts, you've already put out all of, the, all of this negative. That's why it's so important to be mindful of what it is you're thinking and to be active in stopping the negative thoughts because it just becomes like a cyclone. And I realized that I've put myself in the middle of that because once one thing started happening, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, and then you want to say, what next? Well, it's like you're calling it in. And I was calling it in without realizing it. And so part of my lesson is learning that no matter what happens around me, I can control what happens within me. And just like with my grandma and what happened this weekend, you know, at first I started to get, you know, at first I was just shocked and then, oh my gosh, we don't need this now. But immediately I started saying, it's going to be okay. Because I had to start telling my mom that. And I had to believe it myself in order for her to believe what I was telling her. And I said, don't put the cart before the horse, you know, calm down. We don't know what's happening. Don't go to that negative place. It might not be as bad. And then, you know, things were coming in like, oh, yeah, it is bad, or we think it's bad. And I was still saying to her, still, don't don't get ahead of yourself. Don't worry. Don't fear. Don't panic. And, of course, it's not easy for her to do, especially with 
her health the way it is. She's already feeling bad every day anyway. But I could see how not panicking really did help the situation. And things really did improve drastically in a day. And by seeing all of my family members yesterday, she's improved even more drastically today to the point that they're saying, we're not letting you come back in in the next day because she's doing better. And I don't know that that's necessarily a good thing because I think that she needs to see her family members. And I think it's a shame that because of the pandemic, people aren't allowed to see their loved ones. So... You know, it is what it is right now. But not going to the place of panic, fear, and worry. It actually did a world of good, and it helped a lot. And I think that when you start to feel in your life like you're being persecuted, like things just keep happening, what you have to realize is that you are being tested, and you are being shown by the universe that you need to get out of that way of thinking that instead of being the ego-centered me 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 and this is happening to me and playing the victim you need to change your thoughts to okay so this happened but it's okay because I'm gonna be okay and I'm telling you even if you feel like it's a situation where you're like how can this be okay I've had situations like that happen to me you know when my ex passed away I thought how am I going to pay for two kids to go to college and you know my daughter we thought she had all of her tuition covered by scholarships and it turns out that like $3,500 of it was not covered and we didn't know that or she would have applied for more scholarships and it's kind of too late right now but rather than go to that place of oh my gosh now what you know that kind of place I just said, okay, this is this is gonna work out. It, it'll be okay. I knew I had money that I had, you know, I had started a, a college savings account for them, and I'm like, okay, we can tap into that. And they said, well, you can take out loans. And I said, okay, well, if we have to, that's fine. But I really don't want her to leave college with loans and debts and things like that. Even though I'm planning on paying for everything, like I don't want it in her name. So. I thought, okay, this is no big deal. And then I realized that, oh, wait, we do have the money because they had enough in their college savings account and with um, something else that I had had saved up from like a tax refund thing. It's like, oh, we do have enough, like we're fine. But had I let that initial panic, worry and fear spread over me, I might not have even been able to pull myself together enough to think of how we could have paid for this. And I would have made myself miserable being upset and angry at how it isn't fair. But that is not going to help at all. And to me, I think it's only when you start to realize that everything will be okay. Always. Everything always works out perfectly for you. And if you can be in that state... And it's not, you know, I don't want you to think, oh, well, that's being in a state of denial all the time and being naive and walking around. That's not what it is. It's simply not allowing the small stuff to get to you. It's like not sweating the small stuff because that is what will rob you of your peace faster than anything. 
It's about being fully present in your life in the everyday moments, being aware of the blessings that are constantly flowing to you, and really enjoying your life. Because who wants to walk through life being angry and sad and scared and miserable and nobody, right? That's not fun. It's all about being in the flow of life and really truly appreciating all that you have and all that you are. That's really what it's all about. You know, we have an entire spiritual team who surrounds us and wants us to ask for help because they are happy to come in and help. But I think that you should make that a part of your daily routine and not always coming to your angels and guides when it's panic time. If you choose to make it a part of your daily routine, you may find that you have less times and less reasons to come to them in panic because you are giving your worries. And that's honestly what they want us to do. They're here to help us. And yet so often we try to do it all on our own instead of asking for the help that they so desperately want to give us. So I thought it would be interesting because during this healing session, one of the healers there mentioned Kyle Gray's book, Angel Prayers. And so, of course, immediately I went and purchased this book because I thought, okay, I have to read this if she mentioned it. And I found two prayers that I want to read to you today. And I think these are two prayers that you can say to yourself, you can say every day. And I think it's a good idea. Of course, you probably pray anyway, but it's a great idea to ask your guardian angels for help and also ask for grace to not take on the things that are not yours. So when you're praying for others, you're not taking on that negative energy that comes sometimes comes from taking on what the other person that you're praying for is going through because we, we all tend to do it. And if you're an empath, you're even more susceptible to this. So I wanna read to you um, this first prayer. Again, this is from Kyle Gray's book, Angel Prayers, and it's a guardian angel prayer. So you can say every day, thank you angels for surrounding me in your light. I surrender my day to you knowing only good lies before me. Divine angels, I let go and allow your wings to take me forward today. Thank you. Angels surround my day in their light. I know I am loved and protected. Thank you, angels, for protecting me today. It's good to know you're there. And thank you, angels, for reminding me of your presence. So just starting off your day with praying to your angels. It's a way to set the tone and the mood for your day. And another prayer I want to share with you is one for grace, because I think that this is a lesson many of us have to learn, and it is learning how to have grace how to show compassion and grace to others and pray for others in a way that we let go of the control of the need to control any part of the outcome of the prayer. And the prayer for grace is divine angels of grace. Thank you for filling my soul with your light so that I can view all the situations of my life with clarity and compassion. I now begin to live with mercy and grace as I stand tall confident and safe in your life and so it is and I love that I think that those two prayers I would start off every day with those prayers 
to really set your intentions that, hey, I'm going to have a good day no matter what happens. My angels are going to surround me and usher in blessings. And I am going to learn to let go of the things that I cannot control. And that includes when you pray for others, letting go of the need to control how your prayers get answered. Or even if they get answered, they do get answered, but sometimes it's not in the way that we wanted or hoped. All right, guys. Well, as with anything, just ensure that you continue to move through life with grace and ease and be gentle with yourself. We need so much self-care right now. We have so many shifting energies going on. So make sure that you're taking time out for yourself. If you would like to work with me to do some energy healing or even just coaching on where you're going in your life, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com, and there you can see on my offerings page all of the list of services I offer. You can purchase them directly from my website. And when you're ready to set up your session, just contact me. I do all of my sessions through Zoom. Right now, um, from the winter months on, I only have evenings after 4 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, Saturdays and Sundays. I usually have 10 to 2 Central Time. My hours are a little more open in the summer, but I still have plenty of availability during those hours if you want to call and if you want to work with me. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a review from wherever you're listening. If you could leave me some stars on iTunes, I would really appreciate that. And share it with anyone you think might appreciate it. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central for a free card reading. If you show up for the card reading, I will pull a card especially for you. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light. Take care, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.